I said I gotta call you back. He said, talk to me. I don't. Man. I'm sorry, baby, but I gotta call you back. We're recording the mistake. you getting off the phone with me before I got to say my piece because um, I wasn't done with you yet and my mama walked out the room and I just gotta let you know so um, after I tell you off I will talk to you later actually like you ain't gonna talk to me later I'm going to talk to you like, Hannah is I, definitely a Phyllis I Hannah I, I Hannah okay I, I, I don't know who you are you might be the mom you might be the auntie I don't know how these structures work but um, I came in the house I've been waiting to talk to you all goddamn day and then you gonna rush me off the phone for some other bitch I don't I, got a, I had a day with Unbina today you don't wanna hear about that <laughs> what you mean you gotta talk to me later <laughs> Hannah's nuts <laughs> I deserve keep that energy up Hannah I know keep that's that right up. by all means because you, you know we all that. need to demand a little bit more from the niggas in our lives okay hold the fuck out what you mean you gonna call me back after you close the door uh no that's not enough but that how about she speech. literally called me the first time on FaceTime and then called back on my mom's cell phone bitch she like oh yeah. somebody took the iPad but I know how to use this motherfucker too I know what A looks like. Y'all been teaching me on the iPad. I know my letters. I know A M B. I am. That's close. That's close. You know, All I know is I type in the first letters and her name come up. So what's good? I'm, she saved on the lock screen, goddamn. I should be able to call this bitch when I want. Hannah will call me two, three times in a goddamn day. Okay? She does not care about your time schedule. What's time to a real one? Trill one. Hello. Hannah is also my four-year-old beautiful niece, just so we're clear. She's amazing, and she is every bit all of the extra-ass parts of every woman in my family. It's kind of amazing, actually. It is great to witness, and I just appreciate how y'all are really raising a free black girl who just is... Just out here performing, shining, thriving, Always. happy, 
hair stay braided in the tightest of greatest braid designs, beads. <laughs> giving you looks now. All day. Well, you know, God bless Hannah. She's leading the future. We're going to talk about more of these babies when we get into the show because this this is going to be a good-ass show, I feel like, you know? Every show is good, but Jasmine's in Boston this week. She's dealing with these. Well, you're not dealing. Are you? Hmm. I'm having a good time. Okay. <laughs> My job is great. You know, the white supremacist <laughs> was just marching all through that motherfucker. So, you know, we got to make sure you're okay. Yeah, thank you for that. But I will say Boston do got some treats and, you know, y'all, I know y'all got this gentrification shit going on, but y'all need to, like, stop with that shit, continue to keep making these delicious meals, and don't let racism, like, win in in places with such delicacies like this in, in, in Boston. The food is good in Boston? Hey, yes. Wow, okay. All right. You know, I only thought like the only black thing I know about Boston is New Edition. I just learned that muff. You just know recently. the diaspora is here, you know, just you, all of you. up in here just working like left hand, right hand, just a- ambidextrous whipping of the pots, you know. Okay. Cause it, it had to be a stopover to like freedom in Canada, you know. Yeah, you know. <laughs> and that and that just kinda happened. Now <sighs> But the gentrification, awful. Stop that. In that motherfucker. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, this is Amber J. Phillips, the high priestess of Black Joy. And you are listening to the Black Joy mixtape. No slacking. No slacking. Young nigga, listen up, better keep it cool with me I am not bother builder, but I keep that tool with me You and your feeling, say you love me, what they gotta do with me Not shaking shots, get off the bench, my niggas come and shoot for me Fuck the nigga, then I cut him Oh, this little tape you got set up real cute, I like that a whole lot You know, you doing real good over there Thank you, thank you um, you know, it's it's Wednesday here in DC. I know it's also Wednesday in Boston. <laughs> you think I'm in Puerto Rico? <laughs> it's Thursday where Jasmine at. <laughs> and I was only like what two two hours ahead then. Yeah. Well, you know, the reason why I'm kind of fucked up this week is because a bitch had too much fun this weekend. And did we have a ball this Woo! Labor Day weekend? It I'm just saying, we be blessing the fuck out of ourselves when we decide to spread the love and do shout outs on the Black Joy Mixtape. Give and it will come back to you. Good measure. Press down, shaking together, and run it over. <laughs> We literally and I, I we had no intention of seeing the majority of the people who happened to land in our shout outs this week, but we most certainly did. And it was a blessed occasion. Let me tell you. Oh, we first off. Gloria and Leilani came in town on Friday. Yes, or at least is. we saw them on Friday. They came on Thursday, I think. Mm-hmm. And he came over to the house. Now, Fridays is really interesting for me and Amber <laughs> because these 3 a.m. releases make Man. real ones, real ones, tired as all get out on Friday. <laughs> Just through. Just at home. Okay. We, so, we celebrated a real Black Joy Friday, and 
I don't know how long. Yeah, it's we're like black mothers. We like made the shit special for y'all, and then we go somewhere and sit the fuck down for for the remaining twenty four hours. <laughs> it's a lot of work, but we we be online making it seem like we like out here. Like who? <laughs> like I'm taking a nap at seven p.m. Just so so we're clear. I'm going to bed. <laughs> but y'all be blessed. Have a good time. Take the car. Take the keys. You know, turn up, kiddos. But yeah, Gloria came, and it was funny because I was really trying to organize my shit. Gloria came into town. She is one of the people who was on our Creators Month. She is um, an amazing mama, but she also is a teen mama. And she came in to visit before well, she... a former teen mama. Yes, she, a former she, teen she mama. She good and grown now. She good and grown now, y'all. About she's, to see the world on y'all. Yeah, she's going to nine different countries with her baby. Nine different, yeah, nine different countries with her baby. And she came into town and basically we had decided via text that we're going to do a potluck. And I'm at home. I'm like, okay, I know what's happening. Let me get all my shit together. The I potluck am, was at my house. Yes, the potluck was at Jasmine's house. So I'm like, you about to make your mac and cheese. You're going to take it over to Jasmine's. Have a good time. <laughs> You're going to be ready by 730. Now... For the people who typically are the hostess of shit, you you forget that there's a process to transporting food. There just is. Amber is usually the one hosting the Black Joy turnips, but Amber has been on a I don't know where it's going to be every time. Somebody <laughs> said shit, no, I didn't like, offer. I was like, are we doing it here? Living room. Reclaim my living room. Reclaim my time. I, I have hosted enough niggas. It's somebody else's turn. I just you know. need y'all in this season. I'm tired this season, y'all. I'll be back. I'll be back spring release. All right. Goddamn. Just give a bitch a nap. Just give a bitch a nap. I'm tired of running the sleeper. Y'all, y'all eat too much ice. Y'all use up all my toilet here. paper, goddamn. <laughs> Throwing up on the float. Like, oh, that's oh story. My God, that and is the last time I had a black joint turn up. Somebody absolutely <laughs> threw the fuck up. And they homeboy, y'all, man, wait till I write this fucking memoir. Like, y'all won't believe it. Like, Someone threw up, and these two black men didn't. Black men do not support each other for real. Would well, have left, like left the throw up on the floor just so happened. I walked past the living, <laughs> the bathroom. I'm like, oh hell no! Did you throw up on this floor? And why this nigga hit that? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> that was one of those moments where I'm like, I'm just gonna sit in my room. And I don't I don't know what to do because this is a person who's grown as the fuck throwing up in my apartment on the floor. But I digress. Well, anyway, Friday, we have a beautiful <laughs> meal with yes. each other. Just have auntie Friday night. The kids is in the playroom somewhere, you yeah. know, being seen. <laughs> Being heard every now and again when they got a nice little app and or video or dance for us, you know, uh-huh. we just cheering on the babies, encouraging them. Do the that dance again. Uh-huh. And then when they got through, they just go back to the other side of the house because, you know, they don't think we that cool. Like, they think we kind of cool, but, you know. We ain't the same height as them. They ain't fucking with us, for real. <laughs> this, I need somebody who's like four, four two, you know. Y'all doing too much. Y'all. They came to the spot, uh, doggone Jen Stowe, who was also featured during Creators Month with yes. her baby. Zoe. Zoe. 
Chalet Road through also featured Cre- the whole Creators Month just had a debrief party basically. <laughs> <laughs> That's so real. The entire Creators Month guests just had a, a debrief. I was laughing because I'm like, oh, this is like literally the Black Joy mixtape in real life right now. This is great. Damn, because Michelet was there too. I guess that is all of Creators Month. <laughs> Shit. That was great. Well, I loved it. Gloria cooked some Dominican food for us, and it was amazing. So then we had that beautiful Black Joy Friday, um, and then we moved over to Saturday, to which I love finding shit on Instagram, like events in D.C., Black-owned spots or what have you, and literally just being like, who wants to go to this? And Amber almost tried to play me again on Saturday. I was tired. I didn't get my nap on Friday. So I was like, I'm not going anywhere on Saturday. It's raining, bitch. I'm not doing any of this. But, you know, I'm glad Jasmine called me because I almost missed my blessing for sure. Almost. I was like, girl, if you don't get your (laughs) Rachel, basically, Rachel the Lord hit up the IG messages and was like, have you seen this event? So okay. basically, Rachel Delore hit me up in my messages like, come to this event. I, I wasn't comprehending that she would be at the event. <laughs> I just thought she was being really nice and being like, hey, this event is happening in your in your town. You should come through. And I was so excited to see the event because it was a 420 event. Those of you who know what that is, you know, whatever. So I was like, I immediately sent it to Jasmine like, bitch, look at this shit. Let's go. They take... I was more so amused by the fact that they were taking people's pictures. Like, there was a whole photo booth situation. I was like, that's something Jasmine and Malaya would love. Like, let's do uh-huh. this. So, Amber sends it to me. I look at it. I'm like, okay, this sounds cute. And I register. And you know how you kind of register for something on Eventbrite, you know, just in case you decide to fall through? But they was like... Hold on, we'll send another email with the secret location. They sent the email with the location. Should we I'm like, say oh, okay, part? cool. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Um, and then next thing I know, another email come through with the actual like the real real (laughs) organized bitch it was amazing basically it was event for women right and somehow we i i was amazed from start to finish we come into this place walk through this long hallway like it seemed like we was about to end up at one of them white house parties or something yeah. like that was at like when obama was in office yeah. and like beyonce had just come out of nowhere with Cairo <laughs> and a jet and shit and like right. just saying like mary had a little lamb to the obamas like <laughs> it was it was like 10 times better than that it was black femme heaven y'all like not only was everyone in the spot everyone was in the spot giving us their best it was supposed to be sunny but it's rainy but i got a jacket for this look you know like everybody finesse and when i walked through that door all preview yes was actually happening yes. in this room people were getting their lookbook together for what they uh-huh. were going to deliver for the rest of fall and when uh-huh. i walked through that door and i saw rachel standing there her skin is actually like that in fucking person, y'all. Like, all them inf- Instagram photos is real as fuck. Like, it was just, it was like a Rachel and like a bunch of people who look like people who listen to this podcast, like us. Like, dope ass, 
women of women of color like of amazing course. of course we roll through looking cute and then see vicious who we keep telling y'all about just looking like a brass doll pinup. Really though, just. Sid Vicious is definitely a pinup. Absolutely, that's a perfect way to describe her. You can like rest your point on that, bitch. Like just looking like the fat girl entourage of yo niggas' dreams. Like I just, I just Usher would definitely have a hard time holding it together <laughs> around us for sure. Usher would be like, God damn, like. <laughs> That nigga would be writing new albums for sure. I know that for sure. It was just a vibe. I mean, I had a great time. I was not expecting any of that. It was one of those, but we also had planned on going to Black Perfect. and Southern's Twerk Fest too. So we came there as like, you know, a stop off to go there. And it was one of those. Y'all ever been to a party, a day party where it's like, if you get too comfortable, you can absolutely spend the rest of your weekend here. It was one of those situations. Like your whole weekend. Absolutely. I was intending on spending my whole weekend and was like, oh, this looks nice. Yeah, I, I would have been the type of person to be like, do we need pizza? Anybody? Can, can I coordinate food? Like, <laughs> what do you need to stay? Like, <laughs> But the snacks was already, like, pretty set up. Like, there was no scarcity whatsoever in None. the spot. Like... <laughs> Not a scarcity of snacks, not a scarcity of 420, yes, not a scarcity of beautiful ass human beings. It was all snacks. there snacks. with a lit ass DJ. The DJ yes. was vibing. It was in, it's like setting up a party in your living room. And I love that. That's why I have Black Joy turnips. Like, that's exactly what I love to do. All I want in this life of scene is to make sure that happens again. So, shout out. Uh, hashtag women who smoke. Yes. Is it a hashtag? It's an Instagram. Women who oh, smoke. Yeah. And we just really appreciate what y'all doing. Come back to DC. <laughs> Please and thank you. Um, yes. And this ain't, we ain't even made it to Twerk Fest 2. So Twerk Fest 2, doggone, should have known Black Joy Jubilee out here on the Instagram liking photos. And of course, real trill ones go to the profile and realize they got an event called Twerk Fest 2. So sounds like Talia, where we need to be. Talia Cadet out here organizing with two other black films out here, black and southern. Apparently, this is the second time they decided to throw Twerk Fest 2 and had the nerve to have it free and it be at Howard Theater. Amazing. So, of course, <laughs> we come up in there just ready because we already in the left Heaven's Gates just was chilling with yeah, the angels and decided to come back down and like throw that ass in a circle. And I just want to <laughs> say, came in the spot. What's up? Yaya is in there looking sick, man. Man. Oh, <laughs> was unprepared. What's up? Yaya look like the ill ass remake of survivor. Like live in the fresh. <laughs> Did and had the nerve to call us her cousins. And compare the meeting to Beyonce. Like, I don't know. I, I love her. I met Beyonce because, mm-hmm. my goodness, sickening. Y'all, y'all, we love you. That's definitely fam bam. Rachel, fam bam. All of them fam bam, 
for sure. Locking J came up. So like so many of our people. We love seeing y'all. We can I know that when I am caught off guard, I can be a little awkward, but that was perfect. Like all of it was perfect. Like, and we acting up so bad that DJ Nightcrawler had to give the Black Joy mixtape a shout out in the spot. So here we are. Shout out Black <laughs> Southern. Shout out DJ Nightcrawler. You know, when they throw Twerk Fest 3, you know, let them know that you'll love to see Black Joy mixtape in the spot officially, you know, because how you gonna have a Black and Southern uh, turn up without some, some real ass, real ass, Black ass, Southern ass niggas, you know what I'm saying? That's the whole, that's the whole vibe of the mixtape. I, th- I think, <laughs> yeah, they were definitely, all the Southern niggas was up in there, I, I assume. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was great. I, I have... That that whole setup was amazing. But I do have a PSA for black men. If you'll um, pull up closer, you know, turn turn my mic up. Another PSA? Yes, a PSA okay. for black men. Here's mm-hmm. what you all need to understand about dancing in clubs now that our Black Lives Matter and, um, <laughs> you know, we got feminism and shit. You know, we got lemonade and shit. It is no longer acceptable American black men, let's clarify. American black men, because you Caribbean motherfuckers, y'all got the gag, okay? (laughs) Black men, one, it's okay to dance. Two, it is no longer acceptable for you to just hover around some lit-ass, sauced-ass black women and then decide when you want to dance that you're just going to rub your dicks on our butts. You're going to have to grab a hand. You're going to have to bring a drink. You're going to have to do something more than that because that shit is old and played out and tired as fuck. If you don't have enough common sense to look in my face as we dance or at least offer up your name, then go fuck yourself. Like that shit, this ain't middle school, nigga. Like what? Y'all need to learn how to dance again. Y'all seen the unity and diversity videos. Learn you some fucking moves. Give me the ill ass go best friend. That's my best friend. Just just clap it up. Just give me all the encouragement. I am bouncing to every beat, every cadence in this song. Giving you multiple lines in the song. Like I'm not just twerking to the baseline. But don't you so on that ain't a way. Like there's there are multiple skills happening here. And you just standing there just in the way just being With a brick wall stomach to, to poked out like just what? no what what do y'all feel like when y'all do that shit like does that feel like yes i just met someone at the club <laughs> and i feel like does that work for y'all to just like rub your dicks on butts like that's what y'all doing in 2000 motherfucking 17 like, like y'all ain't 30 ew. plus no that's Mm-mm. tired y'all like you're no that's just not gonna work anymore like let's stop that so those of those black men who want to win at the club grab a hand be like can can we can i dance with you are you thirsty can i get you anything now those of you sorry ass nigga who's like i tried that and blah, blah. try that bitch didn't want you and that's valid as fuck maybe you mm-hmm. ain't tall enough nigga like there's rules to this shit so it's complicated but them bottles of water at Howard Theater was five dollars a bottle <laughs> and I would be doggone I was working up quite a sweat and I I tell you one thing I was not gonna be working that damn hard in the spot 
to enjoy myself so you can get a free Copperfield. Like, no, no, that's not why I came for. I came here to hear Trina's look back at it without killing Mike's verse and to throw <laughs> that ass in a circle and listen to Bodak Yellow with my homegirls rap every Multiple single times. word because it's number one. You know, we, we out here. We out here. So that's my little tip. And for the next set of you know, black men who are also listeners of the Black Joy mixtape who want a little dance, who want a little two-step. That's how you go about it, my nigga. And that's how you should go about it with any of these broads out here. Like, just do better. That's all I'm saying. You can do more. You got dance moves. All right. So, yes, Twerk Fest was amazing. So we expect to see y'all again this weekend at Honey Groove, baby. If you don't have your tickets, get your tickets because it's going to be a turn up. Big Frida just dropped a new fucking song with uh manny Manny fresh Fresh. that is a banger and then we also have the recovery brunch happening the day after honey groove come party with us we gonna be partying this weekend once again we'll be at honey groove and on sunday we will be hosting black film brunch come out you know we got the ill ass playlist we got uh the first ever twerk contest going down you know we gonna be live in the spot bottomless mimosas there's a brunch buffet like come out (laughs) that sound fun as fuck to me (laughs) man our adrenaline in dc one o'clock to four o'clock p.m you can search black film recovery brunch on eventbrite you should be able to find it you can also find it on facebook if you want to me. Y'all should totally slide through. It's going to be a look. It's going to be cute. Like, you don't want to just hear the recap, do y'all? Like, if you in D.C., you got to come experience with us, you know? And we'll love you, too. It's it's always so much fun. You'll want to come. I'm I'm positive of it. Don't don't be left out of them lit-ass pictures, okay? All right. (laughs) God bless. Now to the part of the show that's just... White, white people, people have no, have no self control. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a little hard for us to do it at the same time because we're in different places. But you all get the motherfucking gist. <laughs> I'm glad that we get to attack. Just before we get started, you know, into these headlines, be clear. Black Joy Mixtape is not saying some white people have no self-control. A few white people have no self-control. It is white people have no self-control. All of y'all. All of y'all. We don't know the time nor the day that you are going to bust the fuck out and start acting ridiculous. Like, you got to train yourselves. You do. It's an ongoing practice of Mm self-reflection and assessment, you know, because these are learned behaviors your entire life, your entire lives. Since little infant people, you have been trained under this awful system of white supremacy. Like you got more Black Lives Matter signs in your neighborhood than you do black people. So just because y'all have achieved that little benchmark, it don't mean that there isn't more work to do. Mm -hmm. That's not the end. Yes. Racism for you all, honestly, white people is like a pre-existing condition, if you will. Like you were born with this just awful chronic illness that you 
you got to watch out for it. It's like diabetes. You know, you got to watch what you eat. You got to watch where you are. Um, because at any second, you could just fuck it all up and your sugar drop and then you start killing people. Like, that's what y'all have been programmed to do. You start saying really ridiculous shit in meetings. Like, you feel attacked. Some of y'all start crying. Like, you got to make sure you're keeping up with your meds. You're listening to the Black Joy mixtape. You're shutting the fuck up when people of color are talking to really make sure that you you know even with your pre-existing condition some of us not all of us on this healthcare plan you can come with that shit because we trying to teach you something also understand you can't take that shit you might not be able to get a blue cross blue shield with that pre-existing condition because they trying to focus on some other shit all right they got shit to do Make sure you're taking your baths. Make sure you you soaking, you know, soaking all that racism. Because, you know, white people also, even if you are doing your work, understand that also the reason why you have no self-control, because your whiteness invites white people to be racist, to bond with you. Yes, exactly. And if you like that's your family members, if you at a Thanksgiving table and you actively know your grandmother is a racist, if you know your uncle, your auntie, your cousin, your brother, your sister, yeah, next to Ken is some racist. If you buy, if somebody on the bus leans over and is like, man, them Mexicans really is fucking up our country, just feel comfortable enough to <laughs> over just some racist ass bullshit. That's what we're talking about around white people have no self control. It is more like, it don't, you as an individual do not matter. Mm-hmm. Okay? You don't. And I will say that if you don't watch your sugar, if you do not treat this pre-existing condition, you might lose your leg or your neck. So get it together, you know? I, the choice is yours, goddamn. But what we're not going to do is make it seem like there's just... All white people have no self-control. The reason why we're talking about this clearly is because our headlines are about this. So shall we get into them, Jasmine? Yep, so just now that their preface is out the way. <laughs> so, all right, getting into these headlines. The Justice Department announced on Tuesday it is ending DACA, the program that the Black Joy Mixtape um, told you about last week, as well as the Obama era program that allowed undocumented immigrants who came to the U.S. as children to remain in the country, while also giving Congress a six month window to possibly quote-unquote, save the policy. The policy was a reformist policy and did not go far enough. It Really, all it did, like, we talked about it last week, and while it gives opportunities around work programs, what it didn't do was protect people from being deported at some point when their work visa or their school visa or whatever ran out, as well as it created a pathway in which people put in their information into this this information system in which they will use to find these people and potentially vet them from the country. So no, it did not go far enough. Perpetuated respectability in which they sought to only protect people who were going to school and going to work. Somehow separating them from these so-called criminals 
these criminal undocumented people just didn't have protection. So now not only are people who have been criminalized who are undocumented in this country are in trouble, people who are going to school, going to work are also in trouble. So when we do not get policies that go far enough where it says like there are no borders, we are people of earth, we should be able to move wherever we want, which that is the case in many countries around the world, <laughs> we, we end up in positions like this. So moving forward... Right. DACA was supposed to be like a democratic reform on immigration or what have you. And there's a lot to notice around how both Democrats and Republicans speak about immigration. They talk about it in the way of like, we need pathways to citizenship. The way both sides talk about it is still better than racism, essentially. We, um, even if you hear, um, hear Bill Clinton speak about Muslim populations here, he often talks about Muslim communities as you all need to stay here and help us find the terrorists as if assuming that one Muslim folks aren't born and raised in this country and that two everybody in Muslim communities somebody has to be a terrorist um, hasn't done enough around talking about what it means for people to come into this country um, and to have the resources to remain here in this country so I think DACA is really um, like like you said showing all the holes in this that if mm-hmm. again if we do not deal with white supremacy at its root we continue to um, create these band-aid solutions that don't do anything for the groups that are most impacted, but just make white people feel more comfortable supporting an immigration initiative. So we rested immigration reform. We thought we rested our immigration reform on allowing undocumented immigrants to get jobs and to go to college? That was our immigration reform? Jobs that will not allow them to see benefits of Social Security, education that does not allow them access to uh, student grants, federal grant money. Like they're paying all these taxes into our system, but not receiving very few benefits, even though they represent a vast number of sectors within this country, a lot of jobs in this country, but we just give them a visa and that's it. Like the the country is literally benefiting off the labor of these people and not giving them anything in return off the weight that, you know, if you give us like five, 10 years, I mean... I just feel for the young people who are on college campuses who are there because of this initiative like that. That is great. Like it allowed folks who had a dream to go to school to be able to do that. And now it's just really unfortunate that as they're wrapping up that process or for some just beginning it because the school year started, that that is no longer really an option for them. Because we as American born folks who have access to policy um, or speaking to our representatives didn't do enough for them. So under the plan announced by Attorney General Jeff Sessions, NON's administration will stop considering new applications for legal status dated after Tuesday, but will allow any DACA recipients with a permit set to expire before March 5th, 2018, the opportunity to apply for a two-year renewal if they apply by October 5th. The department 
Girl, the Department of Homeland Security will recognize DACA authorizations until they expire at the end of their two-year lifespans. Now, y'all keep this in mind, two years, which means the program runs out at different times for different recipients. The last authorization would end March 5th, 2020. What's happening in 2020, y'all? The apocalypse (laughs) Or the presidential election Same thing So of course People are resisting 16 attorneys general Filed suit in federal District court in Brooklyn Claiming that nine had improperly Unpended the policy known As deferred action for childhood Arrivals or DACA So led by attorneys General Eric T. Schneiderman of New York, Maura Healy of Massachusetts, and Bob Ferguson of Washington, they allege that non-shift has been driven by racial animals towards Mexican-Americans, and the non-administration failed to follow federal rules governing executive policymaking. So we can hope that this action is stopped in court, but who knows? Yeah. So for those of you all who are in the states or attending school because of DACA and its ending, um, there are a couple of sites. So if you go to dreamers.fwd.us, you can find some more information there. Again, um, also folks who are documented, who are listening to this show, call your congressperson. Like, let them know this shit isn't okay. We can try to do things like that in order to push back. So now the GOP continues down their line of bullshit and the House GOP blocks vote protecting medical marijuana states. So several lawmakers this week said Wednesday that the GOP leaders won't allow the full House to vote on an amendment that bars the Justice Department from pursuing states that have legalized Okay, they went through their process. They legalized medical marijuana. Without this legislation, states would lose protections that have that they have enjoyed for the past four years. And Attorney General Jeff Sessions could begin his long sought crackdown on the rapid expansion of legalized pot because why it keeps people out of prisons. And, you know, they love some private prisons. Unfortunately, I think folks are doing the math and they're figuring out that private prisons are more profitable than marijuana. Even though Colorado is doing a really great job. They got so much of a surplus. Got so much of a surplus, like funding their education, just doing all the good. They sending checks back to people like, hey, y'all, we did good this year. Here go a couple extra hundred dollars on it what's up and this is why you can't believe shit of these like the GOP family values because one of the things they have constantly stated is that they are in support of what state rights the Mm -hmm. states have decided that they want to legalize medical marijuana and not only in uh, making that decision it is working for the majority of them crime Mm -hmm. has not increased there's surpluses people are literally because legalization isn't um across it's not federal uh folks literally have to drop off bags of cash because it can't go in the banks because it's not a federal policy it's only state so people are literally running these dispensaries and dropping off bags of cash to pay their taxes like 
It's be clear. People have duffel bags of money like they about to go to King of Diamonds in Miami, about to go to Magic City in Atlanta, (laughs) about to go to what's the strip club in Houston? I can't think of the name of it. Like that's what it's looking like for people every year during tax time, because there are no federal regulations to make sure that people can use banks (laughs) to, to hold their money. So, like, think about criminalization, though. It's important to make the line around criminalization and how it feeds private prisons because a lot of corporations benefit from prison labor in these prisons. So anywhere from Walmart, McDonald's, Victoria's Secret, Wells Fargo, even the U.S. military, at one point, Whole Foods cheese was produced by prison labor until people, like, really demanded for them to stop. Um, people are only making like the pay. The reason why it's so profitable because it's slave labor. People can it's make free. twelve to forty cents an hour if they getting paid at all, and they aren't considered employees, so they don't get any protection. So it is a very lucrative industry, and the interest to legalize. Marijuana, like the people who are making all this money in the marijuana industry and making it real hard for people of color to enter and all this other stuff from a system that's been historically criminalizing them. They knew money. They ain't got no organizing or nothing around any of this. Their pockets ain't deep enough to pay these people off, like the private prison industry, the prison industry, period. Mm-hmm. <sighs> So, yeah, they're coming after medical marijuana. And even at the Wednesday morning closed door, of course, that's when all their policies are created. At a Wednesday morning closed door briefing of House Republicans, California Rep. Rollabacher, who is also a Republican, implored his GOP colleagues to press House leaders to allow a vote on this amendment. They're not even voting on this, by the way, y'all. Like, this is a block to have the vote. Remember when John McCain did that A1 situation? Like, that's what honestly would need to happen here if they actually want to vote on this shit. So this person goes on to say, the status quo for four years has been the federal government will not interfere because the Department of Justice is not permitted to use its resources to supersede a state that has legalized the medical use of marijuana. That's what y'all decided on. States' rights, baby. What the fuck? But it's too divisive, right? So they want to continue this lie that they are so unified and so solid, but they are willing to throw, like, their Republican brothers and sister and siblings like under the bus um, because they want to continue to criminalize and prosecute on a federal level people who have legalized marijuana places that have legalized marijuana like which leave black people black affiliated people melanated people the most likely to be harmed by such an amendment not existing. (sighs) All right. So moving right along, um, more conversation about our fucked up criminal justice system. (laughs) According to vibe.com, a Georgia lieutenant stood to lose his job after dash cam footage showed him comforting a white woman motorist by saying, quote, 
we only kill black people. So if y'all haven't seen this, this white man named Lieutenant Greg Abbott pulled over a white woman for a DUI, and he told her she can use the cell phone on her lap. But she was hesitant because of the many videos she's seen of cops shooting civilians, specifically black people. She said in the dash cam, if y'all see the video, I've just seen way too many videos of cops, the woman said, to which the lieutenant replied, but you're not black. Remember, we only shoot black people. Like. This is how white, and this is what we said at the top of this segment, right? White people find comfort in other white people to say shit like that. This woman is panicking in the video. She's like, I don't want to move. I don't want to jump. I don't want to do anything. And he said, you've only seen us kill black people, so you need to relax. I'm not going to. The fact that this officer even has time to think about such a thing to say, when we know that historically y'all don't even de-escalate situations where you really should save somebody's life. And I think it also highlights cops know what the fuck is going on. They've had countless meetings about these police murders, and they have been told to literally do and say nothing. They're not going through additional training. They're not trying to get their brains checked out. for. We talked about this when Morgan was on the podcast. Y'all are doing absolutely nothing to decrease the amount of deaths on your behalf, but you got enough to say to calm down a white woman to be like, we only shoot black people. They don't even use de-escalation tactics in cases of mental health issues, but you mean to tell me that racism is a de-escalation tactic? (laughs) That's number one. That is absurd. And then number two, to act as if cops aren't also killing white people which they is are. also ridiculous. The fact that this white woman doesn't think, well, of course she's under the influence, so I'll give her that. But the fact that y'all ain't quick enough to say that cops are also killing white people, it's just not black people. The reason why we have to say black lives matter is because when our lives truly matter, your lives are no longer as as in peril as they are currently because we keep telling you at the Black Joy mixtape that white supremacy is about the protection of a designated few white people and because of that they have indoctrinated the rest of white people into this whiteness so while we are saying all white people have no self-control it's because that y'all were taught to not have any self-control as long as you protect this designated view of the quote-unquote elite whites right and all i gotta say about the videos uh when white people show you who they are believe they ass believe them y'all so you only shooting niggas okay great so here's the case one of your own said that since the footage was made public, CNN reports that Lieutenant Greg Abbott has announced his retirement. So then Cobb County Public Safety Director Samuel Heaton said Friday he received an email from Lieutenant Greg Abbott immediately requesting his retirement and added, quote, he is entitled to his retirement, which he would have received even if he was fired. He's on camera saying that we only kill black people, but it's still, quote unquote, entitled to black people's tax money who 
pay into that retirement. Yeah. White supremacy is relentless, y'all. This person who got pulled over actually is on the right track of thinking. If they are willing to gun us down, they will also gun you down. Y'all, y'all read uh, To Kill a Mockingbird? Being a nigga level gets you a mob as well. Mm-hmm. All right? White, pe- white supremacy is relentless. It is willing to do whatever it takes to stay in power, which means killing you and lying about it and saying we only kill black people. We saw the young woman, Heather, um, hire, and her mother is talking about this in the media as well, following her death, her murder. White privilege is doing very little for the majority of y'all. It's doing a lot. Is you're getting a lot from it, but what my point is is that you all need to see yourselves you in our struggle and see how you can chip in to help to make sure Black lives absolutely, without a doubt, matter. And they're getting a lot, but they also are getting very little. Mm-hmm. Like you getting a lot relative to Black. It's people, psychological, but you're protection. not getting what you like. You aren't getting just. You're not getting justice. And you, you gotta participate like, in this un, this dehumanizing ass system in order to get anything from it. You, you also have to think black people ain't shit to be able to win. It's white people in Flint drinking that water. It's white people Hello? in Central Appalachia with purple water. It's white people not getting clean air, not getting access to fresh, healthy foods. It's white people in terrible jobs, suffering from low wages, got black lung, and just all that types minimum wage of is your minimum people. wage too. Yep. That's your minimum wage as well. There's no nigga minimum wage. That's minimum wage. Everybody at Walmart getting fucked over. So next. Also in white news, uh, white life still don't matter. And according to BuzzFeed, L'Oreal has dropped its first trans model for a Facebook post calling out white privilege. Earlier this week, model Monroe Bergdorf made history when she was announced as the first openly transgender woman to front a L'Oreal UK campaign. Uh, Monroe became the first trans woman to appear in a L'Oreal Paris UK campaign when she was cast as part of a diversity initiative. However, the cosmetic giant terminated her contract after claiming the model was at odds with their self-proclaimed values of diversity and tolerance. Who said y'all diverse? Who said y'all tolerant? Who? Who? What? Y'all just fired the the diversity and the tolerance. The tolerance. Y'all fired it. <laughs> Tolerance what? is being able to hear some real ass troops about yourself. That's tolerance. This post, we must add, this post was also in context to the riots that took place in Charlottesville, the deadly riots that killed a white sibling of y'all. So here's what she said, and what she told not a single lie. She said, Because most of y'all don't even realize or refuse to acknowledge that your existence, privilege, and success as a race is built on the backs, blood, and death 
of people of color. Your entire existence is drenched in racism. From microaggressions to terrorism, you guys built the blueprint for this shit. Come mm. see me when you realize that racism isn't learned. It's inherited and consciously or unconsciously passed down through privilege. Once white people begin to admit that their race is the most violent and oppressive force of nature on earth, we can talk. Until then, stay acting shocked about how the world continues to stay fucked at the hands of your ancestors and your heads that remain buried in the sand with hands over your ears. Like literally what she said happened to her. White people refuse to talk about white supremacy, racism, privilege, and all those things. So that when people do talk about them, not only do you close your ears and not acknowledge the truth that this woman is talking about, which as she said in her interview with Pierce Morgan, what she said in the post is racial history 101. It's privilege 101. It's white supremacy 101. Not only do you all not want to listen to these conversations, but then you start to punish the people who are saying them. This is a diversity campaign. When you have diversity, it means a diversity and not just skin tones, but ideas. You're not going to invite a trans woman to the function and not have her speak from that lens of being a black trans woman in a society that is literally trying to kill her. You do not get to profit off a trans black woman and then try to shut her up or get rid of her when she says something you don't like. Hello? That's true. That's that is upheld by not only a lot of research, but also come to find out her mother is white. She would so, know. The first hand experience. So real life experience, doggone mm, just across the board, the expert. In racism. And to be clear, y'all, black people are the experts on racism. Period. Period. Brown folks are the experts on racism. Indigenous people are the experts on racism. Melanated people are the experts on racism because not only are we reading a lot of research produced by people of color who keep trying to jump through hoops to prove to you that what we're saying is true about you. Like we got all types of numbers. We got all types of words reading. We got all this research on every level from childhood on up to being the elderly. Racism is impacting the lives of people from the moment they are born. But y'all have the nerve to be arguing with us right. on TV about who are you. So in related news, Piers Morgan became the first white member of the Cool Color Colorblind Collective. I know you fraternity niggas love them. Y'all love having a white boy on the line, dog, on coming out. The first one in the chat. <laughs> I feel like Kappas and Alphas are the main offenders of that. Definitely the Sigmas. Self-proclaimed non-racist. <laughs> Ooh, man. Don't, don't be mad at me. Be mad at yourselves. <laughs> if I got to move out the way in the party, I'm going to take notes of who's strolling, goddamn. <laughs> Shit, talking about some man. ice cold. Your, your, your soul, your soul is ice cold. How'd you cross? Oh, y'all better you better leave that white boy Kappa that's doing that stiff ass shoulders across the internet. 
did he graduate yet? Like, is he still I'm showing saying, up? I'm there were so many cool. viral videos of this white boy. <laughs> You're not even doing it as good, nigga. You're not even doing it right. <laughs> like, let's just, I just want to say that, you know, the smoothest shoulders in the nation is in the Southeast. That's number one. And then, for you not to, <laughs> to be nonstop. <laughs> and then just just rigid in the shoulders and it go viral like so confusing anyway self-proclaimed non-racist <laughs> your parents know you do this your parents <laughs> don't even know you here with your racist ass anyway <laughs> he, he said black lives matter amber he tried so did everybody else once they got the <laughs> dnc memo what got the bet awards invite so mm. self-proclaimed ugh non-racist Piers Morgan took his place alongside silent co-conspirator co-host and typical silent white woman Susanna Reed on Good Morning Britain to confront the real one trill one Monroe Bergador why white people stay having good morning daytime TV shows where am I good morning Britain good morning America good morning white people everybody trying to hear y'all all all early in the morning shit that's why Roller Martin is fucking up the ratings just getting all the viewers cause people are tired of seeing these smiley ass (laughs) white people on TV every morning I just need where just give me a good morning niggas. Just cause Roland Martin ain't getting it. It's stale. I need a segment about like grit cooking. I need fashion nova Today segment. we're doing grits, both savory and sweet. Today we are learning about black plus size swimsuits. Today we have <laughs> Monique C. Gabby Fresh. Today we have a new segment brought to you by Fashion Nova's latest fall line. We're going to give you the latest sweaters. We're going to take you from work to club in no time. Ladies, what's first down the runway? Good morning, nigga. At 10 a.m., we have Cardi B performing her hit, Bodak Yellow. But first, let's get the weather, Jim. It's hot as fuck, niggas. All right. So then we have the news. White people have no self control. <laughs> Good morning, niggas. Good morning, niggas. It's real motherfucking talk for real motherfucking people. Okay? Throwbacks. It's a pitching time. So it's like the basement meets Good Morning America meets right. Rolling Martin with like extra seasoning. Right. You know? Right. A little, yes. All that at the same time. <laughs> Two hour long show, bitch. <laughs> so basically... Monroe Bergdorf went on Good Morning Britain, which Piers Morgan hosts, who is an affiliate or works for the Daily Mail. Now, Daily Mail is the folks who bought the post off people and have put out this propaganda against this woman after she was announced to be in this campaign. It was a smear campaign, right? Right. Someone who didn't want her to succeed sold the story, sold the screenshot. Yeah, so if you want to hear more about that, you can go to YouTube and look up racism, colon, Piers Morgan versus Monroe Bergdorf. There are three parts. And 
uh, Monroe alleges that, well, not alleges, this happened. <laughs> she posted the Facebook post months ago. It was cut out of context and sold to Daily Mail by a disgruntled friend who's hating on her from the university. So, during this interview, Pierce was determined to make Bergdorf's comments about him, like, just made it all about him, launching a series of aggressive attacks, but making the following claims, quote, I'm not sexist, I'm not racist, I'm not a homophobe, who are you? With the greatest respect, who are you to say that every straight white guy, he just keeps talking, y'all. Quote, you are calling straight white guys like me a series of offensive stereotypical labels, which I find very offensive. White guys are basically all sexist, homophobes, and racially violent. Yes. I, <laughs> I, as a straight white guy who is not remotely racist, get very Lies. offended by that. Who, what, who, how do you get to determine whether or not you racist? No, you don't get to make that claim. You have also done the if work. you're so upset about being called a racist, then like do your work. Is that really a stereotype for white people? Like y'all get y'all get the same kind of offended when someone tell like someone says some really rude shit to me about my race or my skin tone. Like y'all getting upset about being called racist, which is something you can fucking change. If you said or did something racist or homophobic, that's something you can change. That's something that, you can address. It's not but your refusal to do to that, like you performed as a fucking white supremacist, as you yelled at this woman you invited on your show. Pierce Just, Morgan is a, he needs to be off air. Like that's why his ass is back to, I don't even think he's on American TV anymore. Pierce Morgan sound like the comment section of, of every Facebook post about racism. Hello? Number one. Number what two. about black on black crime? Pierce Morgan, are you uh Monroe's friend on Facebook? Like, this is your time to confront her on Facebook Live about how you just don't appreciate the comments. Yeah. Like, he act like he was on the friends list just reading this, just appalled. So he continues. He just don't stop. It's five, it is so long, these yeah. posts. He just keeps talking. What you're up against, and Monroe is just doing a beautiful job, y'all. Just like you're making this about you. You work for Daily Mail, don't you? Like you have an interest in continuing this smear against me. <laughs> he continues, what you're up against is someone challenging you on your public statements, which you've managed to turn into a massive great story of your poor victimhood. He then accused the model of, quote, you've attacked every white person in the world. Good job, sis. Goddamn, that's my goal in life, shit. More of that. <laughs> An amazing segue for Monroe Bergdorf. We honor you with Black Women the Gods because you are bold enough to confront every white person in the world who is complicit in the self-proclaimed ignorance around racism, complicit in their stale-ass white privilege, and ignorant enough to think that they deserve a gold star simply because they managed to have more Black Lives Matter signs in their neighborhoods than actual Black people. I keep saying that, and I I keep experiencing that here in Boston and like I just really just want to drive that home like no enough 
aka not enough (laughs) in all honesty so yeah pierce morgan is fucking tripping and that's why again back to the ones who give us the most joy and just i just love y'all it's black women the gods black women the gods so uh after monroe got fired from this l'oreal fake ass diversity and inclusion campaign for being diverse and inclusionary um, sound like a tax write-off hello spokesmodel claire Amfo asked to be removed from the campaign as well another sickening black woman because according to mike.com on instagram over the weekend the model and dj claire who starred in a true match campaign similar to uh, monroe's last year announced her solidarity with monroe even going as far as to cut ties with L'Oreal. She goes on to say not even a week ago I was proud to announce that I was to be in the same campaign as Monroe. Claire wrote, she said a trans woman of color who L'Oreal Paris makeup hired to sell makeup because of who she is. Who she is a woman who wrote a nuanced post on institutional racism and white supremacy in relation to Charlottesville. And how the foundations of those heinous ideas trickle into every facet of our society. And it's important to mention that even in the Pierce Morgan interview, we watch a trans black woman be attacked by a white cisgender heterosexual male. um, And no mention of Charlottesville. Not a single conversation about Charlottesville where someone wasn't just offended. They were actually murdered because of their political views. So that's, again, how white people use white supremacy to to distract from their actions. He made this all about him instead of acknowledging the fact that a bunch of people who look like you enacted terrorism on American people. They killed your white sibling and a white woman sat beside you silently and allowed it to happen. Told jokes. They had jokes afterwards, I might add. So, yeah, fuck Pierce Morgan. Fuck whoever that no-name white woman was next to them. All black lives matter. White lives don't. And that's what it's going to be. And shout out to these beautiful, amazing, phenomenal black women who are using their voice and not backing down and standing up for one one another and supporting each other through this process. Fuck L'Oreal. Y'all better go to Coco Fuck L'Oreal. Man, we got new beauty products every day, y'all. These you know, no name brands in the beauty supply store still holding you down. Ain't even got the budget to do a fucked up ad campaign. So just keep supporting them as long as they ain't got nothing toxic in their ingredients. Right. I don't know what. Don't get the skin lightener. Skip that whole fucking search. Skip all of that. But get you a sickening blue mat. You yes. know, get you a nice sickening. You know, green. You know, lip liner and shit. You know, gold <laughs> browns. You know, oh. clear lip gloss. Just thick and beautiful. Don't cake in the corners and stuff. <laughs> right. It just better than Mac gloss. You know, just, just Fenty beauty products, y'all. Just whatever. Fenty is out. Like we got, we got options. We ain't got to subject ourselves to Beyonce and cut ties with L'Oreal. So should we. <laughs> Beyonce really hasn't been in a L'Oreal commercial since they listed out her nas- like her ethnicities that just all equate to black. It's black. like African American, Native American, French. Okay, <laughs> Louisiana black. black bitch. What? I don't yeah. get it. Beyonce said, "Here's my L'Oreal con- campaign, <laughs> Mama Louisiana." <laughs> I love her. <laughs> 
Next on Black Women of Guys, another big, big shout out to Gloria Malone and her daughter, Leilani, who are taking on a world adventure, world tour of nine countries. They're going to China, Japan, Thailand, India, Egypt, South Africa, Spain, Brazil, Ecuador, Colombia, Panama. Like, Gloria is taking her child across the world. On the way to China as we speak, left today, yeah. and I'm just so excited and so happy about their trip. Can't wait to get updates in the WhatsApp. Um, I think at some point they should be launching a Patreon or something for y'all to uh, potentially engage um, their trip. So if y'all remember, Gloria was on, uh, we talked about this earlier during Creators Month, um, Team Mamas on Mamas, where she talked about her pregnancy with her kid, Leilani and just what that's meant so you can hit up a refresher and just doing something remarkable really doing all the things that people said that she just wouldn't and couldn't and shouldn't be able to do as a person who has had a child at a young age but what this means or what this represents is when we let people know that they are as expansive as this globe and beyond shoot they can make anything happen. They'll prove it. Yeah. <laughs> Man. And Gloria is a perfect example of that. Like, y'all, the world didn't want her to survive her pregnancy, let alone have a child that actually succeeded and for her to succeed. And Gloria continues to prove it wrong. Someone wrote us a beautiful message on Twitter um, listening to that episode and how they went back and apologized to their um, teenage daughter who is also pregnant because literally your words can just change their lives. It can not only keep them here longer and make them better parents, but lead to this kind of... Gloria has envisioned something that... I have never even a vision for myself. I didn't know black women could do this. I've never seen this happen before. So I'm really excited to follow her journey. And you all should, you all should too. You can follow her on Twitter and Instagram at just Gloria Malone. Also, her Venmo is Gloria Malone. If y'all want to bless her with a little something before her Patreon launches, I can't wait. Leilani, when she was visiting here, she practiced her poses for when she visits the Great Wall. And my God, so, today. And to be an Afro-Latinx person and to be literally living without borders and moving beyond borders in a time where people are shutting down their borders, preparing for war, just doing all types of ugly things, like in order to continue this lie <laughs> that American everything just for the sake of America, like it's about, you know keeping people suppressed and to be, you know, a brown woman, a a black woman with a black and brown child, like to just be traveling the world is just so audacious and just more more of that, y'all. Just keep resisting the best ways you know how. Just just live your best lives. Um so even though L'Oreal is really messing up and getting everything wrong, Beyonce remains on message and ahead of most of you basic white people launching another season of Ivy Park featuring Laverne Cox and other fabulous melanated black folks. She even featured an older black woman looking like our ancestral goals where Beyonce's new leggings. Yes. That shit, all that shit looks soft. Beyonce said Miss Tina is in Ivy Park, so I need to make sure that her ilk is featured because (laughs) 
That woman is godly as a mug. She birthed Beyonce and Solange, and we need to make sure that all black women, all black people, is represented in this campaign. Corny joke time. <laughs> <laughs> I love them videos. So <laughs> I watch literally all of them. I'm like, what's Tina up to today? I have to go back and catch up. Like, I just watch, I end up like watching like 20 at a time because I just let them build up from when I'm not having a great day. I just want to see her do that little laugh afterwards. Miss <laughs> Tina be so tickled with herself. Man, and that those photos uh, that were released for Beyonce's birthday with all of them in the formation outfits like Blue Ivy, Michelle Obama, Miss mm-hmm. um, Tina Knows. Who else got a picture? Serena. Yeah, all of them. Just mm-hmm. so great. Yeah, so continuing the great news uh, for trans folks, uh, Spelman changed their admissions policy and will admit trans students in fall 2018 as if they weren't already admitting them to begin with but now they have to explicitly it's great yay Spellman! <laughs> now you have to do the work of making sure the campus is safe and you do education pieces for trans folks um, who are now on your campus and maybe Morehouse will follow soon yeah so if you go on the route um, the article is called Spelman Changes Admissions Policy, and it features the homie Raquel Willis, who declared that trans women are women. And so it follows that black trans women should be able to attend one of the world's premier HBCUs created just for black women. And again, trans people have always been attending Spelman the college and you are very misinformed and just I don't know what to tell you just you know I'm thankful for this policy and trans people have always been among us y'all so get that delusion out of your mind they they are with us they are our siblings we love them we welcome them everywhere we are black without borders Blackness beyond borders, all of them. Everything is in Shaka, everything is in Baca. At all times. So, also, I wanted to give a quick little shout out because when this story first broke, that it was a consideration of Spellman's Board of Trustees, I had the honor of meeting an amazing activist, London, as we discussed it on Roland Martin's News One Now. Um, we were both guests that day. I just love following London on Facebook and Instagram. She graduated from Morehouse. And she's also doing this work of raising money for trans um, women to go to school and go to college. So you all can visit www.notcrowded.org and learn more about the Claudette Madison Foundation, um, where she's just trying to enrich the lives of adolescent and young women of color by providing financial literacy, scholarships, health promotion, um, health navigation services, safe spaces for community building, mentorship, and advocacy. So check out London. She is London with a Y underscore rich on Instagram. And just get into it. Do everything she tells you to do. That's what I do. So I trust her. Yes, that's awesome. I got to definitely look into that. Yes. So um, to wrap it up, I just want to say Sanaya Latham is out here looking like the alternative ending of Love and Basketball. And I am grateful. My childhood is grateful. Um, You know, if you haven't seen Sanaya Latham's new bald head, 
go to her Instagram and go ahead and bless yourselves. Go ahead and get that that imagery in your life. I personally want her to be out and about in the world in like a sickening tux, just looking unbothered by niggas. Just, you know, I love that aesthetic. Your skin glows. You just look good. You look healthy, you know? Semi-life and just been, you know, just not giving any fucks, being unbothered, having fun with French Montana on her time, (laughs) you know, just whenever she is not just stomping across some movie screen. I want better roles for Sinalathan, though, for real, I do. She deserves. Um, And I'm excited about what this uh, baldy is going to turn up, like what what we preparing to look at. Um, Or it just could be just in her personal life. That also works. But I hope I get to see a movie with that look, honestly. That's why she cut it. It was a transformation for a new role that she's in. A word? Yes. Yay, I'm excited. Well, yes, I'll be We'll get there. to see that on somebody's big screen. Good, great. <laughs> so, Jasmine, what's your hope for Black Futures this week? My hope for Black Futures it's is... Han- Hannah's calling me. Speaking of Black Futures, <laughs> I ain't picking up this time because then we got another 20 minutes. Hannah, the time this shit out. Bitch, I'll give you an hour and a half. <laughs> for sure. She'll give a show. fuck. She's like, uh... <laughs> Hannah, oh Hannah my God. and know how to tell time, y'all. And use the iPad <laughs> and cell phone, bitch. Technology is her specialty. She really selling spinners out of the basement. <laughs> <laughs> Hannah is, uh, is far beyond her time, Ooh. y'all. Have y'all seen her perform Frozen in that backseat? My anyway, God. these kids, and I'm just so excited. <laughs> These kids, these kids, Black Futures. So, <laughs> yes, I agree. My hope for Black Futures is that we continue to chip away at the possibility and the audaciousness of Black beyond borders. I just want to keep saying that. And when I say that, I mean all borders. I mean, expanding the definitions we have around blackness to include folks that we consider quote-unquote brown. Like, we have to recognize that anti-blackness forces us to disavow ourselves from the roots that we all come from, and we deserve to acknowledge. And when we expand um, who we consider black and you start really talking about these people as our family, people who are in Mexico, people who are in the Dominican Republic, our Haitian siblings, our siblings in Southeast Asia. Like my blackness has no borders, no boundaries and cannot be stifled by anyone or any policy or anything. And I will be black um, on my terms. And as a, as a black Southern person, that's just one piece of the tapestry that is blackness. And if once we realize that everybody black and the white people are actually the minorities, we actually might be able to improve the, the conditions in which we live in the world and don't have to keep piecemealing solutions or piecemeal um, liberation in in specific parts in the world, but we can we can have it globally. So I just want to keep just talking about being black without borders, and that's my hope for Black Futures. Ashe, my hope for Black Futures um, this week is for specifically Black women <clears throat> to be as big as your dreams, 
Um, I carry so much guilt about living my dreams. And it's because I don't want to upset people or I feel like me being too big will mean I'm disconnected from my family. If I get this education, well, how will people treat me? Or if I just smile more, what is that effect going to be? And it's just fake. It's not mm-hmm. real. You can be as bold and big and lean into everything that you want for yourself in your life. Because by you living your dreams and by you being your best self, it literally does nothing but good for everyone around you and touches so many lives. So that's my hope this week and something I've been meditating on a lot is just relieving myself of that guilt of being as big as my dreams are, as big as the dreams that my mother has for me and that my grandmother had for me and to go boldly in that direction. I I cannot tell you how much I've thought about Gloria in this trip and how like we, if you're willing to work for something like that, if you're willing to make that your reality, it deserves to be your reality. Whatever it is that you want to do and take on, I just want to encourage you to do it and to surround yourself with people who fucks with it. Surround yourself with people who can smile and clap for you and um, help you alleviate some of that stress that comes with taking on new new journeys and new greatness and new ideas and all those different things because I think more black girls deserve that. So that's my hope for black features. Be as big as you want to be, y'all. And any anything that can't hold you, you weren't supposed to be there anyway. It's a lot of space out here. So, so many. So much space. So much room to grow, be as big and as mighty as you need to be, and surround yourself with big and mighty uh, black films. Just, just, oh, just uh, that alone, like, that's what really grounded me this weekend. It's just like, it's so beautiful and great that I get to move in a world as expansive as I am because I move with expansive ass black films and like that just it just feels good i just feel affirmed i'm just thankful i'm grateful and i i hope that becomes more of the default for us so yeah what a beautiful dream for black futures amber thanks all right well where can they find you online jasmine well, y'all can find me at Jazz on Your Mind on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. Ashe, and you can also follow the Black Joy Mixtape, just Black Joy Mixtape on Twitter and Instagram. I'm just Amber J. Phillips on Twitter and Instagram, and you can follow me on Facebook. If y'all see some trolls in the comments, go ahead and take off some anger. Cuss they ass out just for fun. I'm turning off the notifications on lots of this shit this week. Don't forget to use the hashtag... Black Joy Mixtape. No, the hashtag Black Joy Mixtape. I also want to quickly shout out Seriously Sonia, who started our Best of Black Joy page on IG. We got our first fan page, (laughs) y'all. So exciting. (laughs) So y'all make sure to go follow this. Seriously Sonia will be pulling quotes from not only the episodes, but also like any good quotes from my IG stories, our Snapchat stories. It's just really lit. Um, Also, don't forget to send your shout outs 
you know, me and Amber have really been taking out over the shout out section because y'all just stopped sending us shout outs for whatever reason. But we can start back. You can email us at the Black Joy Mixtape at gmail.com. All right, y'all. That's our show this week. Jasmine, enjoy your time in Boston, apparently, where the good food is. Who knew? This is Amber J. Phillips, the High Priestess of Black Joy. And this is Jazz, the community of And you just listened to the Black Joy Mixtape. And what do you do? And. I ain't show shit like Curry. My niggas strapped up, they bridging. Don't give a fuck like Virgin.